Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more, all covered now on Life Planning Planning 101. And welcome into Life Planning 101 right here on KTX KWBY. Terry Slavin's back with you after a week off and uh, for the second week in a row, no Angela, but we have Jim Kennedy. Good morning, Jim. How are we doing this morning? Good morning to you and uh, hello to everyone out there and doing great. We're looking forward to a big week this week. Very exciting week. A lot of kiddos graduating. We had Mr. Cochran in this morning. He said the seniors... Uh, Paid a visit to his house last night and uh, invested in some toilet paper and saran wrap. Well, uh, we don't want to lose that tradition, do we? <laughs> uh, he took it all uh, very well, though, and uh, it is a big week, graduation week. But uh, today it's Life Planning 101, and, and a very, very relevant subject we're going to talk about today, uh, beneficiary designations how you can pass things on with the least amount of cost, uh, avoid probate, etc. Yeah, and uh, I'd like to say congratulations to the seniors. Uh, went to Baccalaureate last night, and of course my granddaughter's graduating, and beautiful young lady's done really well, but I just look out there and see all those, those young men and young women, and I'd just like to give a piece of, of advice out there, so don't let anybody tell you no. Whatever you dream, whatever you think of, whatever you want to do, you're the one that knows. And I just uh, really encourage you to to reach out and find that and uh, work toward that. And uh, one other thing I've always lived by, I used to be a big Zig Ziglar fan, still am, and, and listen to miles and miles of road road studies that back in the day. But <clears throat> I, I heard this when he said it, and I stuck to it all my life, but the way we get ahead in life is a little different than what we think sometimes but we you know if you just help enough other people get what they want you'll get everything that you want so Absolutely. hopefully hopefully the someone will remember that and live by those words because it's just uh, if we stay focused and keep the good lord in, in our midst out there of, of working toward that just helping others we will get everything that we want but don't let anybody tell you no don't let anybody do. tell you no and yeah. uh, something that i <clears throat> have lived by here at radio station and and to this point it has worked out as a business owner yourself you know we get asked to make donations of lots of things yes, and we always glad to help support uh but for every dollar I give away, I feel I get two back eventually. Yep. And uh, that's right. and thus far, that's worked for me. So, That's good. It's nothing wrong with giving. So today we're going to talk about beneficiaries passing things on. And, and I'd like to just start out by saying, this, you know, when you talk about planning, you know, this is one thing you probably don't want to do the job alone. You know, because we've mentioned this, I know, a number of times on the show, but when you go through life, you're doing it one time. This is your first time in lots of cases. And, and you think what your neighbor said, your parents may have said, your cohorts at work say, say, or what you read in the newspaper is good for you. And that's not the case in most, most situations. And I encourage you to have someone to help you with that. You know, as a financial planning firm, we do a lot of this. Uh, obviously, you can go to uh, lawyers; they can help you with that. 
But there's a lot of information out there from banks, from accountants, from uh, the legal system. And, of course, the investment firms, the insurance people are all trying to help you. But I think one thing that most people fail to do when they go to look at their planning is they don't see look at the big picture. And we call it the what if. What if this happens? What if that happens? And, you know, I've I always had a saying, we never change our mind based on what we know. Well, but we will make new decisions based on new information. So now that we ask you that question, what if this were to happen? You say, well, that, I would do something different. So you have to put some thought into designating your beneficiaries, designating the way you want your estate to pass. And when you look at what passes, it's everything that you own. Your IRAs, IRA stands for Individual Retirement Account doesn't say joint, doesn't say spouse, it says individual. So you have to put a, put a beneficiary in that. And a lot of times people will leave their IRA to their estate and because it says my will will take care of that. Well, the problem is the estate is not a living being. Right. It is actual separate entity, and it's taxed at a much higher tax rate. And a lot of people don't realize this, but unless you know exactly what you're doing, uh, that a state ends up being the owner of that IRA, and, and that tax taxes on that as it's coming out is much higher than what it would be as an individual. And uh, we find that most people are not even aware that you can actually get it out of the estate. Uh, you can create a trust to have it, you know, the trust cr is created by the estate, but most people just leave it, a lot of people leave it to the estate. And again, we encourage you to get professional help. Do not do that if at all possible because the tax implications and the issue of getting it out of the estate and back to his individual. There's only one firm that we know of that we can transfer money to the state and they'll turn around and transfer it back to the individuals as the children. So if you have two or three children, even one, you know, you want to get it out of that estate because of the tax implication. So it's very important. Of course, that also falls with your pension plans, your 401ks, anything that's got a beneficiary retirement-wise, you need to, to double-check and make sure it passes on. So uh, life insurance policies, we see this quite often, but well, people will buy life insurance on their children, and they're the owner. Well, you know, as they get older, they're going to pa could pass away before their children do, sure. and they don't change the ownership. Well, you don't think of that being a beneficiary a lot of times because you think, well, the beneficiary is going to pass it on to, you know, someone else because maybe they're the beneficiary. Well, they just increased the value of their estate and didn't realize it, and so it's better to get that life insurance policy out of your the parent's name and into the children's name at some point in time and make sure it doesn't doesn't stay in that estate if that's the goal. And again, there's the what if game. What if you get remarried? Again, guess what? The life insurance could belong to the new spouse. Right. New spouse, as the owner, can change the beneficiary to them. So the money goes to someone else besides your wife or husband and children. So you never want that to happen. So it's very important that, that you have someone look at those designations. You know, another thing, talking about the life insurance thing, and I've seen this several times over my lifespan, <clears throat> that there's an estate that is heavy in real property. Uh, I mean, a lot of the assets are real property, and they have multiple children, and they have life insurance uh, that's going to help fund the transfer of this property. You know, son number one and two are going to take the farm. 
son number three, daughter number one are going to take the take get the more money. cash. Yeah. But I've seen people have it set up where the life insurance is paid normally within four to six weeks after the death, after you turn into thing. And then by the time you get to settling the rest of the state, they've spent that life insurance money and the funding is not there anymore. Right. So you're referring to a lot of times paying taxes through the estate, you know, or some, some expenses or debt or th- things like that. That's owed by the estate. And you're right. The money goes out before all the, the bills are paid, the taxes are paid, the transition And then is the paid. family farm has to be sold. Right, that's right. And you never want those things to happen. And so this, again, you bring up an extremely good point because you just need help on making sure things happen on purpose. You know, we, we're very big on that because if it doesn't happen on purpose, someone's going to suffer. And uh, I know sitting down with our clients uh, and helping them plan, we always ask, what about Christmases and Thanksgivings? How do you want those to go? You know, well, you want them to go good. I mean, you know, your whole life is thought of memories. So we don't want to mess up, you know, our family memories, our history of telling those stories over and over. We've heard 42 times, but that will happen if if we don't plan. And money does get in the way when it comes to family planning. And I'm sure in your career that you've seen many of the close-knit families that were very close after the death of the parents the controversy begins and you got brothers not speaking to each other. That's right. We've got a case right now. I hadn't talked with each other for 20 years. Wow. What a shame. All right. We'll shame. take a break. Come back with more life planning. One one right after this on KTX KWBY. Segment two already life planning. One one great topic. Jim Kennedy with us. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, let's go on with about, we talked about IRAs. We talked about life insurance. Another one's annuities. We see a lot of, um, beneficiary designations on annuities and again you've got the owner you've got an you have a which owns the money you have the annuitant which is the person that it's actually the annuities written on so it's based on your age so if you you could be the owner and the annuitant sometimes you'll have the annuitant someone else and um, let's say for instance if you want to leave money to a church the owner might be the church the annuitant might be the member of the church and then at death, the beneficiary could be the church. So right. they could use that as, as a, a way to gift money. But at uh, during the time that that money is accumulating, there's no taxes paid. Of course, since the beneficiary is a church, there'd be no taxes on that. So you can use an annuity that way. And, but but all, you need to check those ownerships, the beneficiaries, and the annuitant and make sure it's set up the properly so again money passes the way that you want it to because annuities are not tax friendly at death you know someone's going to pay the taxes on it if it's not the spouse so uh, you've got to be careful with those and you don't want it to go to the uh, uh, estate in a lot of cases in some cases you do but again it's just a, a planning of what if this happens what if that happens so if we go back to your estate let's say you have a son and daughter both of them are married great spouses no problems there and everything's left to your daughter and son and so at death you expect everything to happen on purpose it's going to go to your children and then it's going to go on down to the grandchildren but before death sometimes our children might pass away well now then it might it, it end up going to the, the spouse depending on how how everything's set up so you want to make sure 
that is set up on purpose because let's say it goes to that spouse, maybe the best daughter-in-law, best son-in-law in the world, and you know it's going to go right on down the grandkids, no problem. But then that spouse remarries, and then that spouse passes away. Then guess who has your money? Hmm. And it's someone you didn't even know. Right. And they, a lot of times, will get power of attorneys. They can make changes, and it ends up not going down to your grandchildren, which is really what you wanted to happen because you knew that your son or daughter would make sure it went there, and also maybe the children were underage, so it couldn't go directly to them without setting up a trust. So it's again, it's very important that you sit down and help some help get someone to help you plan out what you want to happen exactly. And we always say planning needs to take place at the beginning of time, you know, so really these, all these seniors, you know what, they, they need to go out and get, they need to have a will. We don't think about that, but they do have some assets. So, you know, by law, it's going to pass by what Texas says it will, how it passes. But one of the things that goes with those documents, we don't think about the power of attorney, you know, and that power of attorney, they're 18 years of age. Well, you may, as a parent, you're no longer, you know, able to sign for them. So you need to get that document signed. And also a medical power of attorney as we're, as we're talking about that. But all people need these legal documents in place so things pass. Because as a beneficiary, it's going to pass by contract. And this is something that's pretty confusing. But if we have an IRA, we have a life insurance policy, an annuity something with a designated beneficiary 401k it's going to pass by contract if you do not have that named in there it passes by will well that goes that means it's going to go through probate so you're having to pay to have your money transferred and so something as simple as going down at the bank and adding onto the bank that you want to want that to pass at death you know is something that can be done without having to go through probate so transfer on death. So again, we recommend getting help with that. Some, some of the banks are very helpful with it, very knowledgeable, but a lot of times they're not as knowledgeable as what we'd like to see them be. And they, they will just add you onto that, that account. Well, they add you on that account. Then that creates other problems because now you've got a, you've got lawsuit problems, liability, liability problems, and you credit problems. You know, because you don't want to have, you don't want to mess up your credit or mess someone else's up. So there's a lot more than just you know hearing, seeing, and thinking that you know what to do. Get the help because you don't want to create those kind of problems for your family, yourself, or you know any any one of your children or grand grandchildren. There's some things that you can put on there like share and share alike or rights of survivorship. So that means. If you have three children, for example, you know, it's going to share one third to each one of them. But if one of them were to pass away and say you, they had no other children, you might want a designation that says share and share alike. So if one passes away, that's going to go 50-50 instead of a third to each one of them. So that's set up from the beginning. You don't have to change it. But if they were to get married... Again, you might want to you might want to change it and add persterpes to it. So that way, if that one that passed away had children, the money would go down to blood is what that next means. Generation. Yeah, the next generation goes down to the kids and the grandkids, basically. So you could also name the estate of. So sometimes you need to put it in the estate of because there are no children. You know, maybe in your in your estate, you're going to leave everything to a charity. And uh, that's a no, whole new can of worms. But a lot of times charitable planning can be planned way ahead of death. 
So if you're not if you're not going to leave anything to your children, do partially or some or all of your estate planning up front because then you get the tax benefits now rather than getting no tax benefits at death because once you pass away everything goes to charity other than estate tax being saved there's no income tax advantage so that's a good good thing to do so if you're trying to save taxes today be proactive in the estate planning and the, the charitable planning. It's something we do a lot of and can take a lot of advantage of what, what the tax laws are, and it's a good time to do that. You know, Jim, another thing that we can't stress enough is you do your planning. Don't forget it. Revisit it because Angela and I talk about this quite often. I mean, every time you have an administration change at the White House, things are going to change Yeah, every four years, you know, <laughs> things are going to change. And you know, you, you do this planning back in the eighties, you think everything's good or the nineties or the early two thousands. It's not relevant today. You've got to change with the times and you need to revisit those things periodically. That's very true. Very All right. True. We'll take our final break. Come back with segment three right here of life planning. One one on KTX KWBY. Final segment, Life Planning 101, right here on KTX KWI. Jim Kennedy's with us, and we're talking about how to pass your estate the most efficient way. Right. And there's so many ways to do that, and there's no perfect scenario. But I have to tell you a funny, a lot of people wait to the last minute to do their planning. And, of course, running a financial planning firm is kind of like probably like your doctor and lawyer. We're the last ones to do our own planning sometimes. And and so my wife decided she was going to do, do it. And even though she's not a uh, licensed planner, she decided she would cha- get the documents written and, and get them ready to take to the attorney's office. So she did. Angela actually read them and came in laughing hysterically. And uh, my office, she said, well, Dad, you're out of luck. You're just, uh, you might as well just go ahead and find you another place because Mom dies. Said, not only is the house gone, the farm's gone, but but your bed's gone. So so here's someone that's around it every day, and she didn't realize that she forgot she left me out. So uh, uh, I constantly remind her of that. So uh, kind of a fun thing. But you know what? This happened too many times and people wait till they're going to go on a trip and run down to the lawyer's office run down and make some changes and they didn't put a lot of thought into it so we see this quite often uh, when people have a business and are say a property a land assets and they want to leave the property to one of the children because that child that child may be interested in it with its business property or farms or big huge ran- and ranches are huge issue because usually most kids want to get away from the farm ranch all they remember is working on it they don't want to have to they don't want to bail keep, it hey that's right <laughs> you know so they they want out of it i mean you might have one grandchild or one child that wants it but the you know so how do you equalize that and and you know and i always say if you held out your hands both directions you say money in one hand problem and the other you know pro- money fixes most problems so you know you can do that with cash where does the cash come from well if it comes out of the estate then that's part of theirs also so life insurance is a big asset with helping to equalize the, those inheritances but it, it's not as simple as that you have to make sure that the child that wants the property really wants it and a child that doesn't want it really doesn't want it so we recommend sitting down and have a family meeting and we um, help uh, mitigate that 
and uh, with the children and say, what is it you really want? You know, what would you really like to have? What would you do if you received the property? Would you sell it? Would you, if it's a building, an office building, a commercial building, would you want to keep it and take care of it? Or would you want to sell it? What, what's your wishes? And a lot of, a lot of, especially farmers and ranchers and business owners, they worked all their life. You have to think about what mom and dad's thinking. They worked all their life. They probably built it from scratch. They, they had to borrow, beg, and steal to get that business where it is today. And they just, their legacy is to leave it to someone that loves it as much as they do. But do the children really love it? Do they really want to do it? Is it their passion? You know, and sometimes it's a disappointing thing that they the kids don't want it. You might have a grandchild that does actually though. So sure. that grandchild comes in and says, I want to be a part of that. Well, how do you bypass, you know, your kids and leave it to the grandchild? And again, if the hand's in one money and the problem's in the other money, uh, other hand, then, then what you fix it with is money. And life insurance is a great tool to do that with. But you've got to be careful. Where, did the, where does the money go? And sometimes you have to create a, create a trust and maybe have a trustee so everything's done on purpose and you're paying for someone to make sure the money's being used the appropriate way. And unfortunately, we're not all perfect. Not, of a, not all of us have a business mind. Some of us have some habits that we wish we didn't have, and, and it's, it may be drug and alcohol related. It may be divorces. You know, we see it quite a bit where there's several divorces in the family. So to, a lot of planning can be done to help protect someone from themselves. So the money can go into a trust for the benefit of your children. So those children will get an income for life and, uh, that is so important because now you've protected them from going out and spending it all. We've actually had people sit on our de- our table. I'll never forget uh, when a man came in, brought his two sons, and told his son, said, this is what I want you boys to do. And they, he, they said politely, yes, sir, we will do that. He died in a very few months after that. Immediately they came in, wanted all the money, and I said, you remember your dad, what he, he said that you wanted to do? And they said, I'll never forget these words, our dad didn't understand. And I remember saying, oh, I think your dad understood perfectly well. And in a matter of less than a year, they had spent that whole inheritance. And it made me sick at my stomach, made my heart ache to know that I had failed our client by not recommending things because he knew his boys. He just thought that they would listen to me because he told them to but they weren't going to listen to anyone. So a trust, a trustee, you know, he's going to do what the will says. And you may not like what he says, but sometimes that's the best thing for you. So it protects you from lawsuits. It protects you from marriage. It protects you from bad habits, overspending. Many, many, many times people that inherit money always say, if you've made that kind of money during your life and you inherit that money, you'll keep it. it in most cases. If you inherit money and you never made that much money, most likely you will not be able to keep it because it was too easy to get. Burn a hole in your pocket. Burn a hole in your pocket and it's gone. What a shame. So I just recommend that whatever you need in planning, get help. Don't try to do the job alone. And there's not a cookie cutter firm that can – not everybody can be everything to to – 
what you need. I mean, no, you need specialty you, you need advice. He, you need help. And a lot of times that includes your attorney because there's a lot of legal issues. And we recommend a lot of times a tax attorney because there's there's more to it than just the le- leaving, leaving, leaving the money. It's the tax consequences of how they receive the money. So when they get it, how they get it, and what they're going to use it on is very important. So those questions need to be answered before you go the, the, the steps of setting all this up. Lots of great information right here on Life Planning 101 on KTX KWY. Tune in again on Saturday morning at 9 on both stations. And you can and hear this again, of course, pick it up online, everywhere else. A lot, lots of opportunities to hear all this great stuff. Thank you, Jim Kennedy. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services Incorporated is an independent of Calton and Associates Incorporated and Smart Money Group, LLC.